Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle. My name is the Honey Badger, and I'm here to give it to you straight in the RV business, as always, as usual. And if you're wondering what HB stands for before the RV, of course, it means Honey Badger RV. And to give you guys a little background, if this is the first time you're listening to me, I I worked at a dealership lot between sales, cleaning them, fixing them, financing them, running the dealership, running service departments. I've worn every hat at a dealership over my 12-year career. And now I'm on the factory side. Now I'm actually on working for Coachman Travel Trailers, and I pedal travel trailers to dealers now. And what I'm doing is passing my knowledge on to you, the consumer and the dealer. Because I do have some fans that own dealerships across the United States. I found that out uh, actually this morning. I got a great email. I, I get about five, six emails a day from non-trolls I, I get of course the trolls and the ads and people telling me i suck at youtube and i suck at spotify and my podcast is horrible but that if i pay 75 dollars, they're gonna get it to be good and i'm like man i do this stuff for free i don't do it all for free i just don't ask anybody for money if i happen to get a brand deal out of it or i happen to get a sponsor or God knows, maybe I'll get generate some ad revenue. Hey, more power to me, right? At the end of the day, uh, I, I've got a lot of stuff to complain about today, and I have some stuff to give you as good news. My first real complaint is the stupid election phobia. This has been going on, oh God, for... The whole 12 years I've been in the business, even in 2020, at the height of COVID, end of October through right around November 12th, 13th of, of 2020, it was dead. Now, nobody remembers that because everybody was making money hand over fist. Customers were coming and buying RVs in August, September, and they were just it was uh, it was not normal because again it wasn't normal times we were on covid like lockdowns <clears throat> blah 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 but everybody forgets for about a four week period it kind of died because everybody oh we got to see whether trump gets reelected or not or some people we got to make sure trump gets thrown out of office before we buy an rv or a boat look guys i know darn well how this cycle goes And it makes me angry every two years that you folks still don't get that you're still going to go and do whatever the heck you want four months after the election. That politicians aren't going to control whether you're going to go camping. They're not going to control what vacation you're going to take. You are. You make those decisions. It's a free country. It's a free world. You're going to make that decision, not a politician. But yeah, it's the best excuse you could ever do to go out to an RV show and, oh, no, 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 we're not we're not buying. we got to figure out who's in power. And, and we're getting a lot of that at the Portland RV show. A lot of uncertainty amongst people. And, and, and some of the uncertainty is founded, okay? It's not unfounded. It's very founded. Uh, w- one gentleman told me today, that he just can't see himself paying anything above 4% interest on anything. House, boat. Now, this man's 64 years old, so I remind him, hey, man, did you say the same thing in the 1970s and 80s? Did you say this in 2009? And he looked at me and goes, I don't remember. And I said, yeah, because we've been spoiled for so bloody long that we forget that in 2009, 2010, interest rates were in the double digits on boats and RVs. In fact, most RV regular RV lenders either stopped lending 
or or we had to go to non-traditional banking. Guys, I remember I, I worked at Giant RV in Colton, California, Marietta, California. I was a show dog for him in 2010. I remember the very first day that I started, they go, hey, don't quote anybody anything less than 16.95% interest. And don't quote any more than 12 years. And I go, well, that's not the training material says. And they said the training material is outdated and not accounting for what environment we're in. So this is a store that before I started, back in 03 to 07, was averaging about 150 sales a month. Big lot. High volume dealer. When I got there, there was three other salesperson, one manager, one finance manager. And the company was far from profitable. It was actually taking losses every single month just to get rid of inventory. So even in the height powers of the BS of the world we call the Great Recession, which was a terrible economic time, we were still selling 50 to 60 RVs a month out of that store. It wasn't pretty, but we were still selling huge amounts of motorhomes, travel trailers, and toy haulers. And the average interest rate, I want you guys to sit back and buckle your seatbelt. The average interest rate, when me and a couple buddies got together and talked about it, was 15% interest. We're 5% away from that. So for you, now for you that are Gen X, or I'm sorry, Gen Z, Gen Millennial, you, you didn't go through this. You're just starting to go through it now, and you're not getting it as bad as 2009 and 10. And then you have to also realize, take it one step further. Back in 1981, the average interest rate on a motorhome with outstanding credit was 24% interest. 24% interest. So when somebody's quoting you 6.99, in this environment, oof, you are nowhere near where I was doing things not 12, 13 years ago. And it didn't, it, you know, what was interesting was the people that I sold until about middle of 2011 all told me when they traded in two, three, four years later that they refinanced their RV. They just, as the economy got better and as interest rates stabilized and went down, they just refinanced their RV to save themselves the interest. Because the prices and the profit levels of most of the motorhomes and travel trailers they were buying were stupid low. I mean, it, it, we're never going to get to that margin ever. I, I heard that today. Today, some guy decided he wanted to get into a debate with me. I watch your channel. Your Honey Badger channel sucks. You have no idea what you're talking about. This this RV thing's going to crash worse than 2009. Well, that isn't true because the crash of 0809 in the RV business had nothing to do with crashing of prices. It was mismanaged manufacturers. That's what I tried to explain to him. And I'm going to explain to you. Prices are not going to go 75% off MSRP. Sorry, folks. Never going to happen. Those days happened because manufacturers went out of business. Okay. We were doing 70% off MSRP on Weekend Warrior in 2010. You were buying a $80,000 coach for pretty much 34 dollars grand. 
We had to sell it to you for that cheap because the bank wouldn't finance it unless it was that cheap because Weekend Warrior went out of business. There were Weekend Warrior fifth wheels that we sold that be an MSRP of $120,000, $130,000 fully loaded machines that were heavy suckers. And we were selling them for sixty-five to seventy-five grand because that's what the bank would finance. Because the company went out of business, Fleetwood went out of business, Monaco went out of business, Safari, Comfort, Beaver, American Coach, Thor Tobles. I'm going to talk about like the Thor Jazz and the Thor Transports. They went gone. Poof. Out of existence. Just completely out of existence. So that's why they were so cheap. We were selling Fleetwood Terry travel trailers for whatever we could get for them. I remember there was a 24-foot rear lounge. I had a little dinette slide and a couch in the back. Walk around queen bed. Man, we were selling that for 12, 13 grand. Brand new. Those days are gone. Those days aren't going to happen. The manufacturers have figured out how to survive recessions. They're better managed right now because they're managed by major corporations. Warren Buffett owns more than half of the RV manufacturers and the RV brands. Between him and Pete Legal, they own most of the market. And the rest of it is Thor and Winnebago. By the way, all three companies, all three major mama ships, all survived the recession and actually came out ahead and profitable. So just keep that in mind if you're waiting for some kind of crash to occur. It just, it it isn't going to happen again. It isn't going to happen the way you want it to happen. Now, have we gotten to a point where it's reasonable? We've gotten to a point where it's more than reasonable. Now, I'm not going to throw any shade at anybody, but I've been to six shows since August. Some dealers get it. Some dealers don't. The dealers that don't get it will get it eventually. Everybody will get the memo eventually that, guess what, MSRP, $5,000 discounts, 10% discounts, 8% discounts, ain't going to cut it. You have to get to 30 35%. And the sad part is at a 35% discount, the dealer in a lot of respects is losing money. But a lot more willing to do it. So today, uh, a buddy of mine represents a travel trailer and the dealership that's carrying him in the show took two deals that were below what the dealer paid for it on two of his travel trailers just to move the inventory did they take five thousand dollar baths no it's like five six seven hundred dollars loser pure cash deals too so if you're a cash buyer cash is king right now i normally don't say that It doesn't get you a negotiated better price. But it may, but dealers anymore are like, yeah, screw it. We're not going to fight it anymore. If the guy wants to pay the selling price that we have posted on the trailer or posted online and they want to pay cash, screw it. Let's just get it done. They're not going to raise the price on you. At least the ones that are smart. So you're, you're in the best buyer's market you're going to possibly get right now. And I've said that for weeks. I've said that for now going on two months. And a lot of you are taking advantage of it. I've gotten great emails. I got one great email, lady in Florida. Uh, she's like, you know what? I'm so glad I listened to you because, you know, she was very much affected by the hurricane. I think it was Hurricane Ian. And she bought her fifth wheel, took a picture of it, Sent to me through email. Said thank you so much. Without you 
without listening to you, I would never bought it. And I'd be SOL right now. She's got her fifth wheel and her truck hooked up and she's living on the road right now until she could get the insurance money for her house that was destroyed. It's the stories like that that make this podcast worth it, make my YouTube channel worth it, all the work, all the headaches, all the trolls. That one story makes it worth it, 100%. I got another great email from people that haven't purchased yet. They're, they're, they're just getting started. And remember, guys, that's one of the reasons not to buy in the Spires market is if you're just, hey, man, I don't know what I want yet. Those are the, these folks are at that. They're at that stage where they're just starting to go, you know what, man, it's time to camp. I think they're news anchors. I, I, I could have sworn, if I remember right, they said they were part of a news agency. But we talked about, because I'm moving to Klamath Falls area in Oregon. I'm going to live out of a Cougar fifth wheel with my wife and kids. And we hit it off really good. Um, they were looking at not a, specifically one of my products, but buy my sister product little teardrops that clipper makes and, and it was just a wonderful conversation it makes it worth it it makes it makes the whole thing worth it and, and then i got it, it was funny today 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 was like people would stare <laughs> guys if you see me at a show don't be afraid to come up and talk to me I may look have the look of a serious man when I'm out at a show, and that's just because I'm focused. It doesn't mean I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll talk to you. There, there was a couple came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, "Hey, are you the honey badger?" And I laughed. I said, "Yeah," and had a bunch of questions. I had probably five, six families come up to me and ask me just a bunch of questions. Two of them bought trailers. One bought one of my trailers. I was shocked. Thank you. The other one bought a nice Montana fifth wheel. And and it's just about, you know, I, I, I'm just pretty blunt. And I, I think I surprised some of the guys at Curtis Trailers. I think they were a little shocked at how I sell and how I talk to you, the consumer, and how I talk to the dealer if you're if if you're if you're a dealership listening to me. But it made it worth they were like, how can you tell someone that they're all piles of crap. And I go, I don't tell them they're all piles of crap. I just tell them the truth. They're built by human beings. They're earthquakes on wheels. You know, and, and, and the truth is, is, is manufacturers decide where they're going to put the money. I was talking to my buddy Mike. He used to be the Bighorn rep. Him and I had a good chat about, because him and I have known each other for, oh, God, 11 years. Because after Skyline collapsed, he, he, he took a job at Heartland RV as the Bighorn rep after uh, my buddy Ryan Scott, um, you know, got, got removed and reduced down to one, one or two brands. And we were talking, and I go, you know, Mike, back in the day, Bighorn was the ugliest pile of monkey crap on God's green earth. It was just ugly. You walked into a Bighorn fifth wheel back in 2012 through 2015, and it looked like horse manure. It was terrible. And I, I, I used to, uh, I was the number one bighorn salesman nationally three years in a row. And the reason why I had that distinction was not because, you know, I, I was good at selling people, but because I pitched the product. I told the people why it was ugly before they walked in. You know, back then, Montana used to spend all their money on the cabinetry. My God, the interior design was gorgeous a woman walks in a wife walks in most women walk in they go oh my god this is the one this is what i'm looking for look at the high-end cabinetry and look at the high-end furniture and look at the high-end counters and they go walk in a bighorn and go who squatted over this and took a dump it's because bighorn and landmark at the time and even big country back then were marketing themselves as a built-for-full-timers type of coach. And reality is, the way it was constructed, it was 100% a full-timers coach. And the customer service behind it back then, this is before everybody went cheap, cheap. 
Okay. But Bighorn specifically, you had to tell the people why you're showing them the product. Now, we used to have a little used Montana we took in on trade that was only a year old, a giant. And I used to go back and forth between a Montana and a Bighorn and just show them the differences. And I do the same thing at these shows. It's like, okay, you guys want to, somebody asked me, well, what makes your Clipper travel trailers better than Springdale? I go, it doesn't make it better, but I can tell you what the philosophical differences are. And, and most people go, wow, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, we spend the money differently. We spend the money on the chassis. We don't weld. We spend money on the roof material. We just made decisions as a factory that we'd rather not do with all the warranty work. We'd rather have less problems happen with the trailer by giving you a little bit better built trailer. So where do we cut corners? We cut corners of the cosmetics. And we do. We don't anymore because we got a little more, uh, we didn't get higher end material, but we decided to go a different direction. And you'll see that direction next year. But for the most part, a lot of the cabinetry is very cheap in our trailers. The fit and finish is not the best looking. But it's a well-built trailer. And it has all the things you need. And a lot of people relate with that. My trailers are 16, 17, 18 foot trailers. They're not meant to live in. I just tell them that. They're not meant to live in. You're going to go out for a weekend. You're going to go out for a week. You're going to go out for two weeks. And I said, within a month, you'll forget what the color of the cabinetry are. That's the truth. But this has been one amazing show with just... A lot of people that had great questions. And I, I just want to remind people, when I tell you I'm at, if you're watching my YouTube channels, HBRV Lifestyle and HBRV Lifestyle Podcast, and I tell you, hey, man, or if you're following me on Instagram or Facebook or you're listening to me here on Spotify or, or Amazon Podcast or iHeartRadio, Wherever you're listening to this podcast at, when I tell you I'm at a show and I'm in your city, don't be afraid to come up and talk to me. You know, I'm happy to answer questions. I'm very transparent. Just don't be rude. That's all I ask. Don't be rude to other people. And, and, and if you're coming in to bash me about something, pull me aside and away from the crowd if you want to bash me or debate me on something. That's all I ask. Now to the complaints. Went over all positives. Now the complaints. You know, this is hard. Because I don't like to ruin people's ability to make money. But there are just certain YouTubers and podcasters on the RV business that uh, need to quit. That's a terrible way of doing business. I don't bash anybody, but I am going to forewarn you that there's a lot of fake news on the internet regarding the RV business or regarding the RV purchasing process. Okay. And for if you are one of those folks and you know you're one of those folks who's lying to customers through your teeth or you simply are giving them information that is wrong and don't know you're doing it wrong, I am more than happy to be a guest on your show absolutely free. If you want me on your podcast and you want to have a debate on why you're wrong or why you may not be wrong, I am more than happy for free to schedule a date to do this. That being said, please stop clickbait thumbnails and titles on YouTube. On TikTok, stop giving away terrible, bad information that is ruining 
the customer experience. I had this, remember I was telling you those folks that I talked to, I think they were news anchors. I told them this, I said, there's just so much false information out there from, from bad sources. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, guys. I'm very direct. I, that's why I, I, I had the nickname the Honey Badger because I just go out and slap the crap out of people and go, look, you're either going to buy or die. And that's the way I always, I, I mean, I've calmed down over the years as I've gotten older. But when I was, go back 12 years, when I was in my mid-20s, I mean, I was just like, I'm going to go after it. So I'm trying not to do that right now. I'm trying to be as, as politically correct as possible. But you guys are full of crap a lot of there, there's five young ladies that just need to stop making YouTube videos or they need to call me and get a consult. Okay? And you five young ladies know who you are. Everything you talk about uh, when it comes to RVs is for the most part full of crap. And I, I would, not be be would not be saying that if I didn't think you were influencing people the wrong way. Okay. First of all, the big RV price crash already happened. It's happened for the last six weeks. You're way behind. One of the gals, two-day-old video, 178,000 people watched this video. I decided to watch along with it just to, okay, let's see what this lady has to say. Maybe she's got some new information that maybe I should add. Nope, she's got fake bull crap. And within three minutes of the video, oh, naturally she's got a brand deal. I got to show you this product that you got to buy. Go down to the demo. discount. Oh, my God, people. We're going to give you this big discount now. Come get my product so I can make money because I'm desperate. So I'm going to make up bullcrap lies about the RV business so I can make money. And it's all out of desperation because... Let me tell you, three out of the five gals that I'm referring to in this respect that all made a similar video to each other, that is not the norm if you go back to their videos two years ago. Their videos two years ago were very humble. They were all about learning. They were great storytellers. So this is nothing that is like they've been doing it forever. This is something that is recent that I've noticed have been the last five to seven videos they've released on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. And you five young ladies and their husbands need to know their role and shut their mouth. Or you know what? Better yet, before you put up a bunch of horse manure bull crap on YouTube or any of these other platforms, do me a favor. Contact Josh the RV Nerd through Instagram. Okay, because he's going to give it to you nicely and transparent, and he's good old cuddly teddy bear. Okay, and he's a great dude. And he's got a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of connections, and he will correct you nicely. Okay, you can call Miles RV. He's in Texas. Great dude. Positive energy. You can call Matt. He's got Matt's RV towable and Matt's RV reviews out in Tampa, Florida. He will give you a wealth of information. Very transparent. All three of those guys are big old teddy bears. I'm the bloody honey badger. You call me, I'm going to slap you around and tell you, look, you guys need to stop putting a bunch of crappy information on YouTube. Just stop. Everybody's revenue is going down. Everybody. I'm, I know. Look, I know. Trust me. Because four out of the five of them are full-time getting fifth wheels. They don't want to go back to work. I know the feeling. They want to keep traveling. The way they make money is through YouTube, brand deals, sponsorships. That's where they make their money. And the last three months, it's drying up. I, I get it. I 100% get it. But don't lie to people and ruin the industry's reputation and make the people that are listening to you look like retards.
and I mean that with all the love in the world. I do not mean that as a negative thing, okay? I'm not referring to Down syndrome people or anything like that. I want to make that very clear. I am not using that towards people that are a little slow or have some kind of mental disability. I'm meaning that towards people that are just ignorant. So retard to me equals ignorant. I just want to make that very clear because I know I'm going to get shot by the liberals for that. You, you, we need to give proper information to all the RV customers. If you can't give proper information, don't say anything at all. If you're desperate for money, go get a job. If traveling across the country, go stand out in the Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever they do construction work and find a day job for a little bit. I know YouTube's slow. Trust me, guys. I went from being a guy that was making about a grand $1,200 a month on YouTube between brand, between, well, I don't mean brand deals, but between the sales of my merchandise and sales of my classes and, and of course, ad revenue. I was getting about 100,000 views a month since... Basically, April of this year, April of 2022. In the last six weeks, it's dried up. I may get 50,000 views here in November. I got 56,000 last month in October. You're probably wondering why. Well, it's because politics, because we had a midterm election. That dominates the algorithm right now. If you go look at Josh the RV, Josh is probably the best RV YouTuber out there. Josh, I give you mad props, brother. You are the best. You are the standard. No offense, Matt. This is not meant to offend you. You're in the top three. But Josh just has, is on another level. And I've even noticed using the tools I use, one of them being called vidIQ, Great tool, great extension for YouTube. That Josh's numbers are down 37% since the beginning of October. It's dominated by the press. It's dominated by guys that are analyzing politics because that's what's paying YouTube's bills. So if you're one of these podcasters, if you're one of these YouTubers that I'm bashing right now and you're listening to this, what we are going through right now is a normal cycle. If you weren't smart enough with your money to save a little bit and you just keep blowing every dime of it, don't clickbait crap people to death and give them bad information. I'd rather see you give them the right information with clickbait than give them wrong information. On the flip side of that, there are nine gentlemen, and you guys are doing the same thing these ladies are, but now you're really stretching it. Three of you decide to have guest stars on your show or on your podcast, and I could read through all three of your guest stars right through their bull crap, right through their monkey crap. That was coming out of their mouth. It smelled so bad that I don't think there was enough mint, toothpaste, or mouthwash to help clear it out. You guys have to understand, guys like Joe Rogan, uh, John Haugen, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, those guys pick and choose their guest stars and pick and choose the topics that are going to... A, be truthful, B, stir up good conversation, and C, are going to be accurate. So if you ever notice, Joe Rogan has Elon Musk on a lot. He has different people that are liberals, conservatives. He has people from the medical industry. He has people from the film industry. He has a wide range. That's what makes Joe the best podcaster in the world. 
He does not bring some random dude from middle of RV dealership works. So one of the guest stars on one of the guy's shows, there was three, by the way, three of the guys had one each guest on each one within a week apart. It was horrible to watch. It was like, it was like watching the exorcist throw up over the priest. It was just disgusting. Look, guys, back-end products. There's something called the back-end. The back-end in the sales world is from a credit union. You know, between 1% and 5% of the amount finance, you get a little kickback. So if it's a you know, $20,000 loan, you'll get between $200 and $1,000 from the credit union saying thank you for your thank you for the loan. And then there's, there's other products as well, but the main ones are like extended warranty, GAP, Paint and fabric protection. Okay, now I'm a big, probably the biggest fan of Silajet in the in the world. There are some I don't like. The majority, actually, I should say the majority, I don't like them. But all the newfangled stuff these guys are starting to use and pedal is really good. Silajet being one of them. Nanocare. I mean, there's a bunch of good ones out there. Really, really good ones. Okay, but that you know that that's. Really, that's a personal preference item. So when I'm sitting here, and this is where I'm going to debunk this, these guys. So these three gentlemen say they don't believe in selling anybody the back end. Okay, let's start with the paint and fabric protection. First of all, especially in California, if you don't offer anybody any kind of protective surface even if it's a wax, it doesn't matter. If you don't offer somebody some kind of protection service for their paint or for their uh, siding and something goes wrong after two years, you're fully liable as a dealer. Okay, so let's cross that out. You're lying. If you're a dealership, you either are completely ignorant or you're absolutely lying to everybody that paint and fabric protection is wrong to sell people. Okay. Now, even if it's a bad product, you still have to have proof that you actually offered to the customer, even if they don't want it. And about 30% of people will get it because they don't want to wax the coach. They want to pay to wax it. it. You know, products like Silajet are really good. And backed by a fabulous warranty. Okay. Speaking of, how about four people in total, three of these guest stars, telling the podcaster or the showmaker, what do you want to call them, that they don't believe in selling a customer an extended warranty. It is such a lie and so full of crap. Oh, my God. I mean, I've covered this before in the past. But that's just either either you are the most ignorant dealer on God's green earth or you're just straight out lying because you want 10 minutes of fame. Okay. Let me be very, very clear on this. I'll be clear on this for, I think, a third time on this show since I started it last year. The service department at every RV dealership is a loser. It's a, it's it it, it doesn't make money. I, I once watched. I went I went to a conference once in uh, in Vegas. It's called RVDA, and uh, a guy uh, was celebrating because he got a call from his uh, service manager, and the service manager said, "Hey, guess what? For the month of." Uh, October, and the guy goes, yeah, we made $5 net profit out of service. This guy went out and went berserk in happiness. And the reason why is because you guys have to understand how much, it, and it doesn't matter what state you're in, in the United States, it doesn't matter what province you're in in Canada. Service is a loser when it comes to the actual profit side of things. However, it is a cash flow cow. Reason why? Extended warranties. So let me kind of get, let me put this in perspective for you. 
An extended warranty has profit in it where the sales department makes money. So they sell it to you, let's say, for two grand. Let's say, let, no, let's go one step further. Let's say it's a motorhome and they charge you, let's say, $7,000 for a six year warranty, as an example. Well, let's say the dealership made $1,500 on the profit on it, okay? Well, here's the thing. If you trade in after three years, they're going to give part of that profit back because you get a prorated amount of money back. Where the dealership actually makes the money is when something goes wrong. So I'll give you an example. When I ran a service department in Oxnard, California, I ran an entire dealership, including the service department, probably about 35% of our cash flow came from extended warranty companies. I'm going to repeat that again. About 35% of the amount of cash, cash, that was coming into the service department was from extended warranty companies. Now, that's low. For some most dealers, it's between 38 and 41% come from some kind of insurance or extended warranty company. Guys, it is a cat, and, and, and the reason why I tell you it's a cash cow is, let's say a service department to to run a proper one. Let's say that has, oh I don't know, fifteen employees, sixteen employees, runs about two hundred fifty thousand dollars between salary, insurance, parts, services, uh, benefits. Uh, codes. I mean, guys, it's just ridiculous. I, I remember at Barber RV in Ventura, our nut and service was close to four hundred grand. Twenty-two techs, service writers, managers. It was four hundred thousand dollars before we cracked profit. I think the best month we ever had there was like two twenty-five. So we we're constantly losing money in service, constantly. But what that $225,000 at $275,000 would do is pay all the bills. It would pay everybody's salaries. It would pay for the insurance. It would float parts. And the reason why is because a lot of times, guys, when I, let's say, here, here, here's the best example of what I'm going to give you. So let's say that's the end of the month, last week of the month, and I've got 35 trailers going out for the month. I will not get paid physically from the banks it will not clear the account the money from sales for basically 14 to 17 days after you take off with it it'll say it funds but when it clears is different so when it clears and you finally have everything set aside okay it's about 14 to 17 days so you need the service department in the parts store to continually generate cash so you can keep your doors open, so you can pay the rent, you can pay the light bill. So how in God's green earth are you going to tell customers that you won't sell an extended warranty to them because you don't believe in it because it's fake? When it's your number one, one of your best ways to make revenue for your dealership, it's built-in service work, it's built-in revenue into your dealership. I'm going to call lies. I'm going to call BS on that crap. You are, sir, you, 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 you wore glasses and a, and, a, and a nice, beautiful dress shirt when you did this. Take the glasses, shine them up real nice, turn around sideways, and stick it straight up whatever the rock says to stick it up in. You're lying to the consumer. You're lying to the Internet, and you're doing it through your teeth, or you're really just that ignorant. I tend to think you're just a liar. There's another uh, another lie that just is is really circling out there from these guest stars and and these guest hosts and these podcasters, and that is that interest rates are too high to buy an RV. Interest rates are still you can still find some decent rates out there, guys. I found one. I'm at six and a quarter, and I just barely bought. It's got to hunt for the rate. The dealers are hunting for rates. But let me debunk something that's really starting to piss me off. Oh, the manufacturers are, uh, they're, uh, you know, hey, they're, uh, 
They're not building them very well, eh? They fall apart like crap. Guys, it's no worse than what it's been for the last 27 years. Let's be real. Since what? God, 1995? When the NAFTA agreement was put into place by the Clinton administration? Quality of everything went down. Okay. First of all, let's put some context into what that person said. That person literally, now I used a Canadian accent, but they were American. Oi, they're a terrible, they're terrible right now. I wouldn't buy one because, you know, I might be a dealer, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't even personally buy one right now because they're made like crap. How is this guy still in business? Seriously. How are you in business? You're telling people they're built like crap and nobody should buy one? Quality has gone up and down for 27 years. And, and, and most of it is because they're not tested coming out of the factory. They can't test 1,000 trailers a month in quality control and make sure nothing's wrong with them. Manufacturers do the best they can. It doesn't matter if it's Winnebago, Grand Design, Heartland, Forest River, Coachman. It, do, it doesn't matter. Because even if they did test them, they didn't test them after a 2,200-mile trip behind a truck in bad weather, bad roads, and terrible conditions. Most of these are earthquakes on wheels. You won't know what the problems are, if there are any problems, until after your first or second camping trip anyway. Dealerships do the best. It doesn't matter if it's a 17B Coleman from Camping World or a $600,000 Allegro bus by Tiffin. It doesn't matter. It all is the same process of elimination. Things go wrong. And if they don't go wrong, knock on wood, you'd had a great, you got a lucky with a rig. Majority of you, you're going to have problems. That doesn't mean the quality's down. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy right now because the quality's so bad, man. No. The quality's the same it's been for 27 years. It hasn't changed. They're built by human beings. They're wobbly boxes. They're earthquakes on wheels. And most of the time, they're traveling a long distance before they're even put on a dealership lot to sell. So, please, don't, guys, just don't listen to these folks. The bottom line is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting and raving right now, but the bottom line is stop listening to YouTubers that don't know what they're talking about. Find somebody who knows what they're talking about. If I'm not your cup of tea, if you don't like my channel because it's not all flashy and has all these great editing techniques, or maybe you just hate my personality because I'm kind of a dick. Hey, I get it. I'm good. There's plenty of other guys. I mentioned several of them in this podcast. The other thing not to listen to is stop listening to guys in Hawaiian shirts that want to scream and yell that you shouldn't buy an RV to full-time in for your first RV. Do whatever you want. Guys, it's a free country. Just do your homework on what it's going to take to do some of this stuff. Well, I got to do my research to see what brand is the best brand. They're all going to have bad reviews. They're all going to have their issues. And not one rig out there is absolutely perfect. If somebody had the perfect rig, guess what? They'd be super rich and I'd be out of a job. The bottom line is... That the research you need to do is not on what brand is supposedly the best. 
But let's say you're going to live in a coach. What does it take to live in one? And don't get it from, you know, Peggy Sue, who's never sold a coach in her life. Or Darling Gregory, who, oh my God, you know, I've been married for 22 years to my same wife and kids, and we're going to go full-time RV for the first time ever. Come learn with me. That's not research. That's entertainment. Or, hey, I don't know if I'll really want to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and act like Ned Flanders and, 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 and Homer Simpson and just say things that don't really matter. Or maybe you're going to be Peter Griffin, you know, hey. I'm in a mood today, aren't I? You know why I'm in a mood? I'm in a mood because... I just... I, I've been doing this so long that I'm a little jaded. I'm jaded because I'm not a good story. First of all, I'm not a very good storyteller. I really am not. I'm a terrible storyteller. I'm not that good of a salesperson. I'm not talented. I I, I won people over with my knowledge <clears throat> because I learned about every product built and how it's built and how the process of building them, and I understood the nuts and bolts of it. I got lucky. I'm not talented at all. I'm not a talented salesperson. I can't, you can't replicate what I did. Now, when I teach people, I teach sales techniques that I learned over the years. But when I first started in this, you, I, you, you could not replicate. It was funny. My managers at Giant RV, my buddy Art, Bill, Lonnie, they, they, you know, they used to go, oh, yeah, just mimic the best guy on the, the number one guy. And I remember Art told Bill one day, yeah, don't don't tell him that because that the number one guy is the honey badger. And, and, and then they turn around and go, okay, don't do what he does. Find the second best guy and do what he does. And I remember one green one guy who's really green in the business, he's 40-something years old. He goes, why don't I want to follow the best guy? And uh, Lonnie replied saying, because what he does cannot be replicated. And, and and the guy asked, well, what do you mean by that? And he goes, what he tells people, nobody has the brains or balls to tell people. And he goes, and he gets away with it. I, I was just very direct. I mean, I, I'm less, I'm more tactful at 38 years old than I was at 25, 26. A lot more tactful. And that just came from, I, I, I started just getting to the point where it's like, you know what, it ain't worth going after these people's throats anymore. It just wasn't. And by that time, I was getting, you know, it was funny. And, and, and this is a little background, okay, into, into why I am who I am, okay? You know, by the time I got to year two in this business and year two and a half, I, I was living off of referrals and repeat business. Very rarely, I, I probably took maybe eight fresh customers a week. And during the spring and summer and the busier months, I maybe took 10 or 11 new customers a week. I mean, I literally lived off of people calling me on the phone and saying, hey, Bill and Patty said that you would help us buy a fifth wheel. And as that went along, it, it just it made things easier because when you got referred some when somebody was referred to you, a lot of times there isn't the barrier I always had to break. See, you, you customers make it really hard for salespeople because you don't give anybody any bloody information because you're afraid if you give us information, we're going to use it against you. Now, I used it against you, but I used it against you in a positive way. I used your information you gave me to help you fulfill your dream and to get yourself out of your way. And that's why people gave me the info. Not everybody, but the majority. I'm going to say the super majority of people I would get all the information out of. 
because they knew at the end of the day I had their best intent. I had their the best intentions for them. I wasn't going for their throat. I wasn't going for the for the home run on everything. You know, I was in it for a paycheck, and I was in it because for multiple paychecks. You know, for for a long time, if you were if you're in Hollywood and you're listening to this, if you're in the movie business or the show business, go ask some of these Hollywood stars who they used to come buy RVs from. I mean, not big stars like Will Smith, but. You know, go go ask some folks from nine o Beverly old Beverly Hills nine o two one o. Hey, who where'd you buy your travel trailer from, or where'd you buy your Winnebago Vista from? Hey, who taught you how to use that Winnebago motorhome that Winnebago gave you? There's a couple of them that 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 starred in Disney flicks and Disney shows and Nickelodeon and you know voiceover actors. Uh, the young lady who wrote the song The Rose. And her husband, who was on General Hospital, and he was a voice actor for video games and cartoons for years. People came to me because they knew bloody well that I was going to take care of them. And I'd sell people multiple units over a five, six-year period until I got rid of my cell phone. when, When the 909 phone number... (laughs) <laughs> stopped ringing after six months I went okay it's time to cancel that sucker and, that, and then I get I get I get people in Vegas Johnny Mac the honey badger my wife thought that was funny last May I ran into six people I've sold RVs two of them NBA players former NBA players So, that, you know, I get my information. When I give you information, guys, I give you information with the best intentions. I don't I don't give you information for propaganda purposes or to, to give you a, a narrative that I want you to follow. It, this, is, this is how it is. This is what the world is like right now. Everybody thinks there's a narrative behind what I'm doing. Oh, you just want to try to keep RV sales propped up. It's in your best interest. Well, yeah, of course it's in my best interest for people to keep buying RVs. Duh, that's how I get paid. Duh. But in all seriousness, if I if I smelt or hinted that you would get a better deal on things in March of next year, I'd be tactful about it to where I don't get blacklisted. But I'd lead you in that direction. I'm leading you in the direction that is best for you. It's best for the dealer right now, too, because the dealer needs to get rid of inventory. The manufacturers need to get rid of their inventory. Holy crap, it's a buyer's market. Everybody give it applause. So, you know, and my God, you know, the the one thing that I, I get really sick and tired of on a daily basis is just stupidity. And it's not your fault. If you're a consumer or a dealer, this is not your fault. This is the morons that think they know what they're talking about's fault. And I mean, compare it to Trump supporters. And I'm not talking about, you know, your casual Republican who just votes along party lines and likes Trump's, you know, policies. I'm talking about the Trumpers that think that the election was stolen. Show me your facts. Show me your evidence. No, I'm not a liberal Democrat. If anybody knows what I am, I'm a, I'm a fiscally conservative independent and a socially liberal independent. So I like Republican economic policies and I believe in the right to choose. So it's the same thing about these YouTubers. It's the same thing. Just like with the Trumpsters that say the election was stolen. Right? It's the same thing about these YouTubers. Go show me the evidence. Show me the physical evidence of what you're saying being true. Well, 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 this video caught this and this video caught that and this did this and this did that. Okay, show me the actual evidence that is true. Go show me... That RV prices are going to crash in three months. 
that uh, that manufacturers are going to give 75% off to dealers. Go show that to me. Anywhere. Show it to me. Show me how you got there. They can't. They simply can't. Go show me where dealers are making 40% margins. Oh, my God. That one about pissed me off. If anybody is silly enough to buy a coach at MSRP in November 2022, you shouldn't be buying an RV. You're not doing enough homework. But I'm going to tell you, I won't name the fifth wheel. I won't name the dealer. I won't name where they're at. But my travels over the last three months, I have found three dealers that still think it's 2021. They'll catch up. Trust me, they will. Right now, they think they can still hit a triple on people or hit a home run. Yeah. Good luck with that. But most dealers are making negative profit levels on most of the RVs they're selling. Not all of them, but most of them. Motorhomes, still high priced, especially Class Bs. Used motorhomes, especially. They're making their margin. It's not 40%. Not even close. But it's a lot more profit than what they're making in travel trailers, toy haulers, fifth wheels. Most of the fat has been cut out out of those deals. I know of three dealers that are discounting their fifth wheels 30 to 35% off MSRP. That's huge. It's back to 2017-18 pricing. The downside for the dealer is the margin closed. You know, for, for a dealer, so I'll give you an example. So there's a Montana fifth wheel that Curtis Trailers is selling for 35% off MSRP, okay? Now, in, in, in regular years, you're still making an okay profit. You're making a little bit of money at 35% off back in 2017, 2018. But when, when COVID occurred, <laughs> this is, this is going to be brutal, the manufacturers, uh, let's put this way, let's say a norm, let's use smaller numbers. So a normal travel trailer, let's say, was an MSRP of $30,000 and used to give nine grand off, which would be 21 grand. And, you know, a dealer would make 1500 two grand, $2,500 on the sale of that coach. Well, now when they give 35% off with a coach of an MSRP of 30 grand, you are now in loser territory. Because what happened is, is the manufacturer raised the cost of the trailer onto the dealer significantly with all the price increases that occurred from vendors and from appliance companies, so on and so forth. At the end of the day, they raised the MSRP, the manufacturer suggests retail price, at a much slower rate, at a much less rate. So let's say they raise cost 20%. They only raise the MSRP 8 to 10%. So now when you get 30, 35% off a rig, and in in, in not in every case, but in a lot of cases, they're not making any money. They're losing money. Just the, the, the amount of profit built into every RV has changed. It's gotten smaller. It went from being this big margin to a lot smaller. Anyway, I hope this was very helpful for you guys. I'll be at the Pomona. Uh, I'll be in actually Las Vegas at Finley RV November 17th to the 20th. They're having a big lot promotion there. Uh, big sales. I, I, I talked to Lee over there and they're absolutely crushing it and, and they're uh, they're doing an amazing job. They're getting people financed decently 
And, uh, you know, they're moving some units and, and they got some really heavy discounts down there. And hopefully by the time I get down there, they have some of the new product that they ordered. They ordered three nice little trailers that we had, new new floor plans, and hopefully they have them and and kick butt. But, yeah, if you want to see me, I'll be there uh, thir- you know, Thursday the 17th through uh, Sunday the 20th. Uh, obviously, the best days are going to be the days in between because I fly in on Thursday and I fly out on Sunday because I'm moving on November 21st to Klamath Falls, Oregon in my beautiful Cougar fifth wheel. I'm I'm actually excited about that to get out of California, to be honest. Um, you know, and 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 maybe you guys will catch me at the Red Rock Hotel and Casino. Who knows? Because I like going there and playing poker, and I like going there for the bowling alley and the movie theater and and all that stuff. But anyway, you guys have a great. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, you know, click click and follow. You know, and. Uh, in the words of uh, uh, Celebrity Deathmatch, good fight, good night.